audiences only, so your mom is definitely invited. Sometimes controversial, always engaging. It's the podcast that lets your voice be heard. It's the podcast that shouts you out. It's time to holler. Can you dig it? I could eat a unicorn one day through a pop tart. I like toaster shrimp. You like the jizzy part? Yeah, I like the way it explodes. You like it? And to swallow it down. Oh my god! Your tweets, snaps, Facebook comments, and even phone calls. Holler any way you want. They used to give kids opiates to keep them quiet. This is much less offensive than that. JD, Brian, and Gracie, holler at your boys. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, the internet. We're on the internet together. We're having a great time on the internet together. Uh, and that's what we do here on Holler. It's a podcast shouts you out. We're based here in beautiful, wild, and wonderful Huntington, West Virginia. It's the birthplace of podcasts. It's America's best community. And we like to party. What's up, Brian? How you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm just getting everything shared to all the Facebook walls that I can to see as many of uh, these beautiful faces as we can. Holler right. Nation, uh, I hope you guys are ready to hang with us a little bit late this evening. We're ready to get this thing going. We've got a great guest. We talked a lot in the pre I talked too much in the pregame, but I told uh, Rob, our guest, I said, man, we're going to bring it all around. We'll just talk about it again if we have to. Uh, we've, yeah. got, we've got two dogs side by side. I've got a dog under a blanket. Rob's got a dog in a diaper. More on that later. These are things that are happening off screen, just so you know. But yeah, man, things are going well. Hell yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, as you all can see, uh, Gracie can't be with us tonight. Uh, she's got some um, uh, things going on right now. Um, maybe we'll hear from her later. Maybe not. It's no big deal. It's not a big deal at all. But what we do have with us is a wonderful guest. I'm so excited to talk to this guy. Um, he is a fantastic, best-selling, and award-winning author also from Huntington, West Virginia, by way of Nashville right now, I believe. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and so this is going to be great. We're going to reminisce, but we're also going to talk about the future. We're going to talk about the past, the present, and the future. This is going to be a, a time-traveling podcast. <laughs> uh, no, it's not really. Uh, but uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, say hi to Rob Rufus. Uh, what's hey, up? Hey, what's man? up, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, man I'm so pumped, dude. Uh, honestly, you've written some wonderful stuff, uh, not only a memoir about uh, your earlier life, but also some really cool fiction. You've also just put a new book out. I cannot wait to talk about that stuff, as well as fucking shit like punk rock and like baseball and fucking whatever. I don't know. Yeah, we'll awesome. We'll see, man. We'll this see what we'll talk about. Me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, Thanks we're gonna do a quick. Me. We're gonna do a quick toast, and then we're gonna jump right into the game. So, Brian, right. I think you're on it. Yeah, let's get this party started. Um, Holler Nation, uh, anyone out there who has a hey, shot, uh, raise your glass. It's the Holler Toast. We'll get this party started. Um, by the way, I don't have anything written down. I'm just gonna kind of wing it off the hip here because I want to shout out one of my favorite stores that only comes around once a year. This spooky store called. <laughs> Spirit Halloween. Yeah. Now, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this store. This store is all about Halloween and spookiness. And it, they essentially secretly move in to an empty, uh, bare bones, dead building. And they take over the building. They take over the soul of the building for only one month. And then yeah. they disappear. And it's all so <laughs> spooky. Shout out to Spirit Halloween. <laughs> Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Let's do it. 
Link up at officialholler.com. Well, yeah, officialholler.com is where you can uh, hit all that stuff up. Camo Energy Shots, they're our official sponsor. We are proudly powered by them. Uh, they are wonderful people. They create these. They're Camo Energy Shots, 250 milligrams of caffeine, but also no sugar, no carbs, wonderful taste, no crash either. That's the thing that I'm going to start talking about uh, in the future from now is no crash. You hit these things up and you're going to feel great. It's wonderful stuff. Check out camaenergyshots.com. Thank you so much. Welcome to the internet. Woo! We're going to give these away. We're going to give these away and we're going to tell you how um, as the show progresses here. Um, let's get people in here first and then we'll show you how to win some free first camo off, energy. I want to say I'm really digging the background you've got put together, Rob. Yeah. Like you've got. Oh, really- yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I, uh, You've got a really good study thing going uh, on. Yeah, well, I have to have like, uh, you know, Zoom meetings with like entertainment industry people and shit like that. And uh, I actually had a, uh, I, I, I don't think I can, I'll drop my computer if I try to get a, a, a thing of it, but I have a giant print of this album cover for the cd punkorama 2 you might remember it actually it has like a cartoon guy pissing (laughs) on a wall and it's like this takes up the whole fucking wall and that's what i used to have that's what originally was there and my brother was like dude yo (laughs) so i so this is like my my uh wall of validation I yeah the wall of validation <laughs> yes that's exactly what it is as you can see mine is pretty empty uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> yo uh speaking of fucking punk rock i just wanted i want to preface this because we're going into everything here but yo rob and his brother nat uh we're talking about huntington west virginia and we can't talk about huntington and rob and nat rufus without talking about Defiance of authority. <laughs> I just wanted to pop that right out the top. Nah, that's I awesome, man. I, I hope I, people. I it. I, some of the best rock shows I've ever been to in my entire life were you guys. I remember playing. you at those shows, man. So much fun, fantastic shit, and also you guys had grown and turned into so, so many things. But also, that's also leads to like your your current like. Obviously, you're you're doing a bunch of shit. But we want to talk to you right now about the books you have written, because cool. you are not only like a uh, you're a best-selling author, you're an award-winning author, and you're also like writing fucking cool shit that people need to. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I need to know how that even starts. By the way, I'm so curious just how the writing process starts. Rob, you realize how many people out there, probably including myself, by the way, who just like deep down are like. I want to write a book. I want to write something, but it feels like it's so far away and such an impossible goal. How does one even begin you the process what, of, of going from like, idea to a real book? That, uh, that, that's exactly how it started, dude. Like I, uh, I, I always felt like that too. I, I know millions of people feel like that. And it, I just, one day for one reason or another, when the only difference between, thinking that and doing it is doing it and that sounds so corny but uh but that's what it was and i like you know i had no fucking idea what i was doing um so it took me probably five or six years to draft like a first draft of a book and it looked like a i and i went to kinko's 
got it printed off and it looked like a fucking suicide bomber. Manifesto. <laughs> it was like this thick, you know, it was like a thousand pages. You had like and no, you're, you said you're, you have no proofreading. It's just you. So yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like a mixture of like stream of consciousness mixed with in just you're going and, insane. Maybe. But you know what? Why we're actually, I, I just found it in my closet yesterday, but I will say I, I wish I would have like, you know, thought of stuff like outlining or like, you know, <laughs> fucking just basic stuff. No. Or I hey, uh, yeah, you future authors, man. Listen to the he's got some but, nuggets you know, of truth right my, now. Before I wrote my third book, so it took me like what five or six years to write a first draft of my first book. It took me like two or three years to do the same thing for my second, but a writer friend, I'm going to plug this dude, uh, Sean, Col whatever, I can't pronounce his name, but uh, this book, The Story Grid. Oh, wow. And, and, and my writer friend turned me on to it and it, and it, oh my God, it changed my game. And I was like, I'm going to do it step by step. And I, and I read the first draft of the book in like six months. Holy shit. And, uh, and so, yeah, don't free ball it to all future <laughs> writers out there. Like, uh, but they should, it, the story it, grid. they should read the story grid first well, to like help them. They, uh, well, to me, like the first thing is like an idea, like, and, 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 you know, I'll, t I'll talk to people be it my friends or like people that'll hit me up about wanting to ride and, and, and what, the term in like the movie and TV business is like a log line, which is basically like a three sentence elevator pitch. And I'm like, the first thing you should do, if you want to write, you got all kinds of ideas or maybe it's a memoir or whatever, come up with a log line, like come up with a three sentence. And I, and every log line I write, I end with for the cheap seats. It's like this meets this. And oh, like, and it's like that's just so. It but becomes, that, but that, but that kind of melds it together, right? Yeah, like, and it becomes really clarifying. Like, even to me, man. Like, when I go, okay, it's like fucking X Files meets uh, nine and a half weeks. I got a thing though. Okay, so you feel like that also comes from your being a musician too, because people as musicians also do that. When yeah, you're, about, you're like, right. When you're creating a musical project or you're trying to write a song and you go, okay, so it sounds like this and it feels like this, but it's if this band meets this band. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, like, Matt and I, like, our band Blacklist Rose, to our detriment, was like, it's going to be like Rancid meets 38 Special. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that, but <laughs> yeah, they do. Are you shitting me? You never yeah, know. We do. Dude, I guarantee you, fucking a lot of people in Huntington want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we got to shout out Holler Nation. Uh, Lee Pennington is here, Hi, and she would like you to know Lee is here. Hey. Uh, Miranda says, "Well, the party can begin now." Um, Mel <laughs> says, 
Hello, my favorite podcast family. Um, Mel, you know what? In in um, what should I say here? In honor of Mel being here, our number one camo winner. Which, by the way, Mel, of course, we have more camo coming your way. Um, I'm going to give everyone a chance to win these camo energy shots for free right now. All you have to do: share this live video to your Facebook wall. Send us a DM showing that you shared it. Make sure you include your mailing address, um, and then we're going to mail you a little a little sample. That way, you can taste this stuff. And speaking of camo, uh, Miranda says I gave camo shot to my nurse at work today and she loved it she was super hyper but listen she was dragging at 8 a.m and by 9 a.m wide awake and hey that's the <laughs> camo out here saving lives and no crash came lunchtime she had her salad she did great it was wonderful uh, <laughs> so i got two little things real quick well the second one is not the littlest the first one kind of is what i really dig though right now behind rob you got a reflection of his of his like ceiling fan it almost looks like a flickering candle. It looks like a flame. Yeah. <laughs> like it looks like a flame, and it's like it, the dude's like chilling in the fucking catacombs. Like, actually, right. that's a skull on fire. It really is. I'm uh, loving it. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So on to the other thing I wanted to bring up. Seriously, uh, so you've got these wonderful books. Your first book that you published is called Die Young With Me. It's a, a memoir, a punk rock memoir, mm-hmm. literally about your life as a teenager into your young adult life. This is one of the most captivating books I think I've ever read. Honestly, it is fantastic because it's also wild because I know the people you reference in it. I know in the book because they're from Huntington and Huntington, which is wild. But also that has nothing to do with how captivating the book really is because everybody I think has felt those things. And then in that book, you, you, it just it just explodes into this crazy story of survival and and um just uh uh you know the 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 craziness of not knowing and all that kind of stuff it's so it's so nuts um well, I appreciate that man i really do it's so cool so so can you tell so you won an award for this book can you yeah. tell us about the award uh yeah i, I won a uh... American Library Association Award, uh, uh, which for like, um, it's called like their Alex Medal, which is like for books that um, appeal to uh, young adult readers as well as adult readers. Um, Crosses. So yeah, that was a big fucking deal to me. That was like I've never won an award for anything in my life. So that was a pretty cool one to win. That's a pretty big one to start with, by the way. Yeah, it was pretty fucking rad. Beautiful. (laughs) Like a major fucking dude. That's fucking insane. And and so, so in this book, so this book is again a memoir of uh, you, uh, basically at a young age. You were diagnosed with a very severe form of cancer that yeah. you had no clue uh, how you'd come out the other side of it, and but you did. And so the book is partly about that, but also partly about your like upbringing and the people you were with and how you interacted with them. I swear, like there's rom- there's romantic parts of the book. There's fucking like. <laughs> There's these dope parts about like oh music and 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 art and all this stuff. It's like it's all blended together into this crazy true story. Um, yeah, I mean shit, dude. You probably get this. You probably get this question all the time, and I, I, I'm leading to this question. Um, 
what gave you kind of the the oomph? What gave you the kick in the ass to write a book about something like this? Some people might not even want a story like that to even be known. Like, fuck. Uh, You know, like, well, playing music, I mean, uh, once, like, I was in remission or whatever, I'm probably in my, like, mid-20s. Nat and I just, you know, for the next five or ten years, just toured, playing, and and I didn't have to talk to anybody about it. Like, I was in a different place every night. Uh, but you know, that kind of like really fucks you up. And, uh, and uh, to be honest, one of the big inspirations was, uh, the fault in our stars. Cause it was just such trite fucking garbage. And I would have people going like, are you going to go see that <laughs> movie? And I'm like, I lived that fucking movie. And like, like it's way not, more fucking hardcore. Assholes. Yeah, like, and it's not rated PG 13. Like, no, dude, are. <laughs> and I and uh, and I was just so like disgusted, and every like kind of cancer memoir, cancer memoir I'd see would be like bad hair day, how cooking pasta and whatever got me through this, and I'm just like Jesus, <laughs> fuck. I love this and, side uh, of it. This is the punk ass side of it. I love it. <laughs> and, and, and like I was just so disgusted, and uh, and. And, you know, you want to, like, just give these terrible experiences some kind of meaning. Right. Um, Yes, true. So so, uh, all those things, I mean, really, I am driven, like many of us, from a place of spite. And that did really help me (laughs) get started on my own. Yeah. But, uh, uh, or definitely helped me keep going as well. So, but that's kind of really where I started, just like, just, just, just so disgust. Yeah, just disgust with the with the fucking status quo, which yeah. is straight punk rock. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess it is. Uh, I want to scoot on. What up, Jesse in the house, dude? Jesse Lawrence Jesse. in the house, boy. What's up, dude? Jesse it's from Facebook Shotgun. user, whatever. We know who you are, dog. Jesse, it's all the Facebook. Hey, Jesse, if you can tell me what your favorite sound on the soundboard is, every time you enter the show moving forward, I'll just play the sound and that'll be your intro. You just tell me what your so I want to scoot, though. I want to scoot on to the next because this is the one that I fucking ah, I fell in love with this book The Vinyl Underground. Oh, thanks, man. Your, your second book, your first foray into fiction. Yeah. But it didn't seem fictional, man. This book felt like it was fucking anybody could have this literally this was a stephen king book without any fucking stupid ghosts that's what it was and that's uh that's that's high praise dude really i uh that's what it felt like to me so this book is absolutely wonderful it's about a group of kids growing up together that they all have to deal with a major ailment and a major event that happens in all their lives, connects them all together. And then all this stuff just, oh, it's just, it's a great story. Everybody check it the fuck out. I want to ask specifically about this one, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, were, there, were there were there parallels in your life to this story? Yeah, uh, I'm, uh, uh, you know, the Vinyl Underground is deals a lot with it takes place in 1968 so it deals a lot with vietnam and my dad was a a vietnam vet and uh he never would talk about it and so i was always really interested in that era yeah and um uh 
And uh, actually the main, besides that, the other big inspiration for that book was I got a, uh, I, I'm a like collect records and I, and I bought this mom was in the papa's like used record. And there was a fucking love letter inside from 1968. And this, these two kids were like, uh, wanted went away to college and they were like, writing each other and pairing their letters with records. And I found this so beautiful, like, That's cool. um, yeah. that I kind of like, you know, connected the two things. And, and at the time, like, you know, uh, not to get into politics, but like, you know, the political shit was very, began to get very tumultuous. And like, yeah. uh, I saw a lot of, uh, <clears throat> I, I saw a lot of commonalities between what was happening and and what was happening in the 1960s and uh, and wow. yeah, so that's kind of where it all came from. And you threaded all that together in this really wonderful uh, story about these kids, yeah, growing up through it, and it's and it's so it's so, that's so cool, man. Because the story itself, I mean, it ends very, it ends wonderfully and but also it's just it's got a lot to say and it was so much fun to read i couldn't fucking put it down man i literally <laughs> I, I fucking read it because like everything it was so cinematic too how you put together oh so man thank you really i you know i almost forget about that book sometimes like Dude, that uh, book yo don't and, sleep motherfuckers and, everybody and, out there don't sleep the vinyl underground by rob rufus fantastic book i swear to god it's stephen king but without all the stupid bullshit it's real uh, you, made my, you made my day with that dude Seriously. maybe cool. less maybe less drugs and and cigarettes and alcohol than as the classic stephen king right movie. that also but maybe less stupid spiders and the shitty fucking like <laughs> that's because of all the drugs and alcohol that's uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, this is my last round here, and then I'm kicking it to Brian. I just have to say one more thing. Um, I have not read Paradise, West Virginia, uh, oh, which good, is your, this is your newest uh, deal. Can you do your like? Can you do a little three line elevator pitch? Yeah, yeah. Elevator pitch. <laughs> uh, Paradise is about uh, the kid, the two kids of a convicted serial killer. Um, who are living in a, believe it or not, drug-addled Appalachian small town. Oh boy! Uh, went and a uh, a true crime touring podcast goes to the town to do an episode, a live episode, kind of like this, on uh, their dad, and then somebody goes missing after the podcast. And the kids take it upon themselves to try to use this to to figure out who the real killer was to prove their dad's innocence. It's a story of retribution. It's a story yeah. of fucking uh, yeah. You know, it's really redemption. I, I I mean, you know, I get I'm drawn to dark shit. I understand why people are. I, I think people are drawn to anything abnormal and like. Of course they are, because it's super interesting and it's abnormal. But I think, and the, I got the idea for that just because I think I was drunk and I was, uh, 
I turned on Netflix and there's like 50 Jeffrey Dahmer things on there. And I'm like, yeah. fuck. Or is he has a fucking daughter? Is his daughter getting residuals from this shit? It's like, isn't she a victim too? Like, or, or not Jeffrey Dahmer, but uh, uh, fucking the good, the good looking one, whatever. Jeffrey Dahmer, who cares? It's any of that shit. Like, it's like, all their families. Yeah, all their are the families getting stuff. paid for this? Or and, and of course the answer is no. And 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 I was just kind of disgusted by the whole thing. So. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I tried to do a, a little, a little commentary in that, but also like, I'm guilty of the same shit, you know, Yeah. but, yeah. uh, but, uh, I, I hate myself as much as anybody else. So. <laughs> this is going <laughs> to turn okay. into a series. This is going to turn into a series on Paramount plus. Did I read this correctly? The, it is, it is going to turn into a series. Um, uh, uh, Paramount is is producing it i i i don't know 100 percent if it's going to be on paramount plus or like a netflix or something but um it's in it's in uh development right now so well congratulations man that's amazing yeah, that's, uh, thanks like man way cooler than me you know i'm just some dude inviting you Cheers to that. Cheers to Rob. Damn. Rob's gonna be rich one day. JD and I were just gonna be so sitting here in these squares, you know. Like that would be it. ideal. Though. Come back to your square one day, Rob, and talk to us, man. If you I, will, I, you know, I'll, I'll never be too big for my square, dude. Thank you, yeah. man. That's the quote. Well, of the yeah, sick. That's awesome. Yo, yeah. everybody, for real, Rob Rufus, uh, check him out. Die Young with me, uh, the Vinyl Underground, Paradise, West Virginia. This stuff is captivating. Please check it out. It's awesome. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, fucking, hey, Brian. Oh, yeah. Here come the hard-hitting questions, Rob, hey, so buckle yeah. up. Can you All do right. a baseball one, though? A baseball one? I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, it's a fucking postseason right now. What's up? It really, dude, yeah. Baseball postseason, man. Um, yeah, who's going to take it? Hmm. Good question. Astros, maybe? I'm going to go Astros. Okay. I'm not leaning the Yankees way. We'll go Astros for me. Yeah! what's holler nation saying out there we andrew said what's up boys from shotgun squad he said come shotgun some beers later um after you guys are done lee says uh, his writing is so necessary because people only hear one version of the appalachian story having this new type of voice speaking is so amazing um oh uh, you know she's so cool <laughs> she is so cool actually she is great yeah, he's amazing. And Lee's also my neighbor, too, by the way. So, I'll oh, be yes, outside. dude, I'll be outside like watering my flowers at my mailbox, and Lee will drive by. It's like a tradition. She'll just drive by and roll down the window and like either yell <laughs> random shit at me or just talk to me for like 10 minutes. We're like, <laughs> we totally do the real neighbor thing. Okay, oh, Rob, yeah. here we go. Hard hitting questions. Are you ready? Let's start easy. What did you eat for breakfast this morning? Wait, what was the question? What did you eat for breakfast this morning? I ate, uh, granola cereal and uh a banana cool man more on cereal later by the way um, <laughs> what was your dream occupation as a kid um uh rock star i guess <laughs> well For you nailed that one i guess you did pretty good dude <laughs> that one's rolling well, since you're since you're from west virginia originally and you're in nashville right now right yeah 
Yeah, so you're in Nashville. When you're away from West Virginia, what is just one thing that's like glaring that you notice when you're away? I mean, I can think of things when I'm away from West Virginia, things that I notice. What's something that comes to mind for you? What's different uh, uh, about, like, what's different when I go back to West Virginia? Or what's no, different? like, what's different about the place? Like, you don't even have to say Nashville, but just anytime you leave West Virginia, what do you think is oh, most glaring uh, to uh, you? Uh, people have more teeth. <laughs> so that's the route you went. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. No, I, I will say, Rob, my answer, uh, other end of the spectrum, my answer is um, a lot less people hold the door open for you when you go places. Dude, like, t- dude, totally. Dude, here it's like, I just did this tonight at dinner, by the way. I went to Texas Roadhouse. A little child, like a four year old, wanted <laughs> to open the door for me. So this little kid opens the door. I don't even, I'm looking up here. I'm like, who, how's the door? If I look down there, it's a kid. And I'm like, <laughs> and then the kid's dad is also holding the door open for us. We walk out, and the guy behind me, he says, okay, I'm going to now hold the door open for people because this guy's held it open up and he volunteered. Like people are in line to hold doors open for people. And now, and now there's still a dude there holding the door. There open. is. Legend, legend has it. The last guy has to remain holding the door for the rest of the night at the roadhouse. Um, okay. We're going to play a little game here with you, Rob. Um, so right. just, you know, you don't have to think too deeply about this, but can you tell me the last place that you made a purchase at of any kind? It could have been food. It could have been Walmart, uh, you know, clothes. It could have been anything, but just think of your very last purchase. Um, you know, like maybe what type of store, what do you think you went to, to purchase something last? Huh? That's an interesting question, Ryan. God. I'm going somewhere with it. I, uh, it was in a tent and okay. uh, in the middle of the night and I okay. bought a, a $4 paperback of a Clive Barker book that the movie uh, Lord of Illusions was based on. Because okay. <laughs> I was like, fucking Lord of Illusions. Well, the, this is fantastic detail. I love yeah, this is fantastic detail that you've given us here. I'd never expected that part, or, or, nor did I expect it to be a tent at midnight. But nonetheless, okay, so you're in the tent. It's midnight. Can you picture the person that sold you this item? Can yeah, he was, yeah, of course. He's a, uh, uh, he smelled like cigarettes. He was like a huge <laughs> fucking dude in a, a folding chair. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, that's I, I I'm I don't know if I'm imagining him with a ponytail or had one, but oh yeah. If okay. he didn't have one, he vibed one, you know. Yeah, he vibed one out. <laughs> anyway. Giant guy smells like cigarettes. He's in a tent. He sells you this at midnight. Okay, Perfect. now here's for the real question. Now that we've got this guy pictured in our head. Yeah. Let's just say let's just say tragedy strikes, man, and we are just fending for our lives. Would you eat this man if you had to to stay alive, or would you die? I don't think I. I think I would be more likely to die if I ate this guy. <laughs> yeah. And there you go. It's like yeah. literally the perfect fucking answer for that. <laughs> the book has more nutritional value. <laughs> the book has more fiber. This Rob would eat straight up. This Rob would eat his books if he was going to die. Straight up cholesterol and sadness. Yeah, exactly, dude. Fantastic. Really glad I asked that question. Uh, Better answer answer than I could have expected. Uh, I think we're going to move on now to Holler Polls. You ready to move on, JD? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Send your dick pics to Gracie. 
at officialholler.com. Oh, yeah, definitely go there. Definitely go there for that. Go to camoenergyshots.com for energy stuff because that's what you need. But also go to robrufus.net. It really does. It, it's spelled like it sounds. R-O-B-R-U-F-U-S.net. Uh, and you will be able to learn more about Rob and his wonderful books and all the things going on in his life. Uh, this shit is sick. Dude, Rob, let's have a blast. All we're doing now, we're just going to thank you so much, by the way, for letting us interview you in the weirdest ways. Oh, dude, I, I'm so, I, I wish we could do this in person, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe sometime in the future. We, yeah, we'll, we'll please. But, yo, um, look, we're going to do some poll stuff. We're going to ask some silly questions. We're going to see what people feel about things. Later on, we'll probably play a game with our audience and try to get them some free stuff and also, you know, just hang out with us on the internet. We'll have a good time. You've got right? mail. Let's, right. go. Let's go. Uh, I cool. think, uh, I think uh, I'll just, I could go ahead and go first with, uh, have at with, it. With, so we always do polls on holler, uh, officialholler.com. It's holler on everything Facebook, YouTube, blah, 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 blah. It's blah, 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 blah. Uh, yo, but uh, we also do these polls every single week. And this week I asked uh, everybody in Holler Nation, I said, I want you to tell us your favorite breakfast cereals. Everybody's got a fucking opinion about this shit. So we'll just pop it right out. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just go Holler Nation first. Then we'll go around the table and then move on to Brian. Uh, favorite breakfast cereals. Uh, my good buddy, Matthew Fur, he says, RBC is the only way to be. And if you don't know RBC, that's Raisin Bran Crunch. Mm. <laughs> really cool answer because not everybody is on it that level, but some other people, yeah, you know. I that's think you grew into Raisin Bran, it feels like. Like when you're a kid, you're like, what the fuck, this ruined my life. And you're an adult, you're like, uh, tasty and delicious. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like, yeah, you're a, you're a kid. You just want the, you just want like nuts covered in honey. And that's yeah. it. With no sugar. And then it's like, oh, the flakes kind of, all right. And then raisins, raisins, fuck raisins. And then you get older and you're like, yeah, I'm going to need some of those raisins. A wonderful brand. <laughs> I appreciate a good brand. Uh, all right. So LaCanda, she says, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, boom. That's going to be up there. Uh, she also says Raisin Brand because she needs to be regular. The OG. OGRB. That's how, and that's how it does, ladies and gentlemen. The, the pussy be yanking, the pussy be yanking because of the fiber intake. Uh, she says <laughs> nuts covered in honey. I know your secrets. <laughs> All day, every day, Jeff. All day. Every, uh, <laughs> she also says apple jacks, but they cut her mouth up because she gets so excited to eat it that it doesn't get soggy enough. So she's, you know. <laughs> also, luck, love Lucky Charms, but only the ones with the extra marshmallows. That's a good answer. It's a good answer. I'm all about the marshmallows, man. That was, wasn't that like kind of the first cereal to basically just put candy in cereal, and everybody was gonna be was cool with it. It was a smart it, move. It's pretty genius. It's pretty genius. <laughs> it what? makes the kids go, "Mom, buy this!" All right, Mountain Day. Susan says <laughs> Reese's Puffs. Uh, and then she says Reese's Puffs again. So she's that's two votes for this. <laughs> she also says Frosted Flakes, but with uh, slices of banana. Yo, adding fruit, adding fruit to your uh, cereal. Yeah. I second that answer. That's a great Good answer. Move. 
good move. Uh, for example, this morning, Rob, you said you got some. That's right, uh, man. In there, it elevates it. <laughs> it brings it up. Yeah. Uh, Miranda, uh, she says, I have three answers that are obviously all correct and in no particular order. Just depends how I'm feeling. Her first is cinnamon toast crunch with whole milk. Oh, she's got milk choices. Oh, wow. We've got milk choices. Uh, next is fruity pebs, also with whole milk. And then she says honey bunches of oats, but with almond or almond and coconut milk. Interesting. So Did not she, know this about her. Know her pretty well, by the way. Yeah. So she has moves depending on the style of cereal. There's going to be That's, a different style of milk. Yeah, well, I think it's probably because like if she's eating cereal that's just like patently unhealthy she's like what i'm not even gonna fucking pretend and i'm just gonna drink <laughs> yeah it. you're I'm right throw like something that's healthy she's like trying to do it up do it yeah, right. it's like a real coke versus a diet coke she's like oh, exactly exactly yeah so basically she's just a poser that's cool uh <laughs> Like Candace, by the way, responded to that and said, fucking whole milk? I'd vomit. <laughs> uh, and she's like, 2% is the way to go with cereal. That's an interesting, dude. Ooh. That's a whole other poll, too. I never thought about this debate. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go through this, and then we'll go around the table here. Uh, Amy Jo, she says, French toast crunch. I don't Is that still a thing? It is. Okay. So it was in the 90s, and then they it went away, and they yeah. got it all right, back. Cool. All right, cool. Uh, Jacob McComas, uh, shout out Jewel City Barbershop. Cheers, Huntington, West Virginia. Uh, he says, <laughs> he says, fruity pebbles by the pound. <laughs> pounds of pebbles, pounds of pebbles, pounds of pebs, pebble pounds. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lee, uh, back in the game. Oh, uh, wait, she's got wait, she's answering now, and I got another one from oh, her. Wow, she says, now Rice Krispies with chocolate milk is good, by the way. And that also, does sound good, <laughs> does sound great. I, it's I almost it. like, yeah, it's almost like Cocoa Pebbles, but with like less on reverse, reverse, yeah, reverse Cocoa Pebbles, it's reverse like Cocoa pebbles. pebbles, but you're intentionally making it harder. This is the Welcome to Sooner podcast. Even. Her real answer, though, she says Special K fruit and yogurt, uh, not because it's healthy either. It's just because it's good. Yeah, there's no way. Okay, listen up. Breakfast cereal that comes in a box by people like Kellogg's or Post, not healthy. Doesn't matter what it is. It's covered in sugar. It's covered in stuff. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Mel, jumping in right now, she says Special K strawberry with bananas and then kicks. Kicks, dude. These are great answers, Mel. <laughs> Bro, that's a fucking callback with the orange box. Kicks. Yeah, dude. This is great. That's those are great answers, Mel. I support those answers. Okay, here we go. Uh, I gotta blast through this so we can go around. Uh uh, Sophie, she says honey bunches of oats with strawberries, and the only acceptable milk is two percent. I didn't even ask about the milk. People quotient. are there for it. The milk portion has become a thing. Uh, Miranda ended up also responding to her, and she said, you're wrong. I didn't want to tell you, but uh, here we are. 2% milk is water with a little bit of milk in it, and that's not good. No, I'm sorry, Miranda. Skim milk is water with just a hint of milk in it. 2% is totally fine, especially for cereal. Rachel, 
Rachel's in the house. Rachel Katcha. Oh, Where yeah. Can you give me some Rachel sounds, please? Yeah. But, you know, it's been a minute, Rachel. Let me find you on here. You exist. you exist. You exist. Rachel! Rachel, 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 Rachel. A little crispy, Rachel. Rachel, you did a little crispy on that one, uh, just like your current favorite, which is Cappy Crunch. Near, she also says nearly every cereal is a gift from the Lord. I agree uh, with that. Cereal's great. Cereal's wonderful. If you can't eat lunch, knock one out. If you, if you know, maybe don't skip dinner and do cereal, but. Midnight snack, great. Honestly, dessert, cereal's great. Uh, if you can't eat lunch, go ahead and pound one out, says JD. Go ahead and pound out a book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, it, uh, so the, uh, this, uh, our, yeah, our guest here, uh, I don't eat much cereal, but I prefer the one with all those crunchy clusters, whatever it's called. Is it? All of them. Cluster? <laughs> um, honey. Wait, hold on. Honey bunches, maybe? Clusters. Honey, honey bunches of O's, and it's like the O's with the clusters. That's a little cluster. Okay, that's different. Yeah. There is like a series. There's a Cheerios crunch that's got yeah. clusters in it too. There was also, and I'm about to get on. On oh, I'll get on that level. I'll get on that level. Lee, by the way, she says the only real milk is straight from the nip, like we used to have on the farm <laughs> when I was a kid. Let's let's uh let's change let's change our answer to right. Captain Crunch Captain Crunch with titty milk. Yeah, <laughs> I got three more to go here, and then we'll go around the table. All right, here we go. Aranda, she says cinnamon toast crunch is the best cereal in the world. Most people probably agree. Ashley, she says cinnamon toast crunch with apple juice though instead of milk. Whoa, what? 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 Then she also says Raisin Bran, Lucky Charms, Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles. All right. Kayla is our last one. She says, it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch until uh, my body decided that I'm allergic to cinnamon. No. <laughs> and now she eats Fruity Pebbles or Special K with extra fruit. All right. That's wonderful. Fantastic. Good job, everybody. We're going to go around the table now. Uh, I, think, I think we all have very strong answers. And I'm so loving what I would like to call the milk quotient. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that people have a, their own fucking like idea about the milk specific. milk. Wait a second though. She said apple juice. That's in that. cinnamon toast crunch. That's a new milk. Even didn't even see that one coming. Not, is that <laughs> apple milk? It is in this that, scenario. It's a, it's a milk. The Can apple you, juice sounds like a, 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 Bullshit. It sounds like bullshit. That's, that's, if I fucking walked in and somebody made cereal and was pouring juice on it, I would think they needed to go to the fucking doctor and yeah, flip their bowl, flip their bowl out of their hands onto yeah. the ground. Yeah. yeah. That's the, the most lactose intolerant person I've ever met in my life. Uh, okay. So, all right, we'll go around the table uh, and make it happen. I'll go first. Uh, if you don't mind, I've got some weird ass answers, yo. I only was going to have one until I heard somebody talking some shit earlier on this shit. So my first one, crackling oat brand. Y'all know what this is? No. You've never heard of crackling no. oat brand? No. no. I don't right. think so. So, so it's, a, it's fun. A, so it's this like cereal. It's like dark brown and it's shaped in these like little bricks they look like basically Cheerios if they were about four times bigger, but then like they were like 
like rectangular. They're very weird, but they're super sweet. They basically taste like cookies. You drown them in milk. You let them, and they're super dense. You let them get soggy for a minute. They're great. Crackling oat brand all day long. That also, I'm old. That sounds good, man. I'm I'm old as fuck. I mean, straight up, like that's that is what it is. Now the other one is clusters. There was a there was an old school uh, cereal. They don't make it anymore. I don't think they brought it back in the '90s, but got got rid of it. But I remember it from my childhood. It's gone now, I think. But maybe we can get it. But it's called clusters. And Miranda says that crackling oat brand sounds like cereal for an 80-year-old, J.D. <laughs> Thank you, Miranda. Um, you're the one with the fucking, like, milk choices here, all right? <laughs> Just normal milk is fine. God damn it. Get over here. <laughs> That's what you sound like if you don't get your special milk. <laughs> special milk. If you don't get your special milk, Miranda... You're going to, you know, I don't know. It's going to, you know, the moon comes out and it turns. All right. Uh, <laughs> Grandpa, go to bed. You know, I really wanted to, but I had to do this fucking podcast. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Crackling Oat brand and clusters. That's weird as shit. But, hey, guess what? Here's the real deal. I don't fucking eat cereal anymore. Fuck oh. it. That's a I don't eat cereal anymore, man. I know. Is this what it is? It is what it is. Brian, how about you, man? Uh, strong that? answer here. French Toast Crunch. French Toast Crunch. I can't say it enough. The best cereal in the world. They just they look like little French Toasties, too. That's what's yeah. so smart about it. And so, uh, man, dude, they got Very that smart. syrupy kind of taste. It tastes like it's got it's maple syrup on it. It's got the dark brown on the outside and then the light. Like little like, yellow Toasties. The light with yellow the, on the... Yeah. French the greatest toast. cereal... That they don't make anymore. Here we go. Was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal. So it was, it was like Lucky Charms. The Lucky Charms marshmallows are fantastic. Yeah. The Lucky Charms cereal is fucking dog shit. But yeah. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal was like checks, but with the Lucky Charms uh, marshmallows. Except this is in genius, the, actually. Like Shredder and. Like yeah. a little shell or whatever. Yeah, that's unavailable unless you want to like special order it on the internet or whatever. So right. I would say mine. I'm a simple man. Uh, Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries, which are necessary. Did you find it? Yeah, dude. Holy shit! Yo, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it comes it's with honey ooze. <laughs> Yo, it comes with a package of like sugar syrup. That's amazing. It's like ooze. Secret of the ooze, dude. Go ahead and pour some titty milk on that one and enjoy it. <laughs> put some of the fucking, get some of that fucking, you better not put apple juice on that shit. Don't be putting yeah, apple juice on that. That is blasphemy. <laughs> uh, all right, so you're straight up Crunchberries, classic ass Crunchberries. Yeah, Crunchberries, 2% milk is straight with me. Word. Um, but yeah, the Captain Crunch with that Crunch Berries is like, is like a dog without a fucking bone, man. Yeah. Can I ask you? There's a follow up question to any Captain Crunch and or Crunch Berries uh, suggestion, and that's how long do you do the soak time? Man, you know, not not very long. 
because I, I, uh, you got a fucking, you got a, you got metal for the roof of your mouth. You're good. Yeah. Well, I'm just used to like being, uh, high and eating it right out of the box. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you didn't even, need- if it's not a bowl, it doesn't count. And, uh, so yeah, uh, when it's in a bowl, when this is a proper meal, uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't take long. Is that what we're calling this? Is it a proper meal? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Oh, it was cow titties, not human <laughs> titties. Okay, gotcha. Thanks, Lee, for the confirmation. There. I think that we understood that whole part. I think, Brian, you might have just had some sort of complex. Yeah, so, all right. We all agree, though, here on the table, 2% is totally fine. Whole milk. Yeah, two, but that's a little fine. much. They're both fine. Works. I will say, do we all also, do we agree, though, about skim milk? Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Stick it yeah. with your apple juice. Have you right ever, when's the last time you bought skim milk? That's my thing. It's been a minute. See? I'd be like, skim milk for me is like uh, Rob trying to eat that guy that sold him that thing under the tent. I'd rather just eat a book. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. We're done with the cereal talk now. Thank you, Holler Nation. That was so much fun. Yeah, dude, talking shit cool. about cereal. Yeah. We had a lot to say about cereal, turns out. <laughs> Shout out to French Toast Crunch, but also those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal. That's Yo, cool. Good, good. <laughs> oh my God. Lee has a great comment. This is fantastic. Skim is the seltzer of milk. <laughs> this is my favorite comment of the night. I'm writing it down. <laughs> That's going in the fucking description for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, Brian, what do you want to do? You want to kick it into yours? Do you want to do the game? Do you want to get even weirder? What do you want to do, man? Well, um, I'm going to wait. Uh, maybe we won't wait. Maybe we will just play the game. You guys want to play some Family Feud? Win some camo? Fuck it. Let's play a game. Let's play a game on the internet. Uh, yeah, to do that. That's how we do it. We play Family Feud, and the people that win this, we get a bunch of free. <laughs> Free candy right, to the winners of this game. That's how we do it. Uh, Brian, explain the rules. Make yeah, it- the rules are simple. Uh, we're going to play some rounds of Family Feud here. I'm going to ask a question, and we're looking for the number one answer. Just like Family Feud does, they poll a national audience. So you're thinking, what is the number one answer to this question? Uh, first person to get three correct is going to win the Camo Energy Prize Pack. Make sure if you're the winner of this that you do DM us your mailing address, if so. Um, okay, here we go. First question. Also, by the way, as we do this, uh, Rob, in between our stuff while he's collecting all that stuff, which, Brian, you're on You're on all duty. You're That's on fine. Duty I got it. While he's asking these questions, while he's collecting all the stuff from Holler Nation, while they're playing the game with us, sometimes I like to just shout a couple of questions to our guests here. Yeah, cool. All right, guys. Holler Nation, here we go. Looking for the number one answer here. The first one to three correct answers is going to win the camo prize pack. Question number one. Name something you mount. Name something you mount. Let let them roll. Let them roll out there in the public. So, Rob, uh, again, robrufus.net, ladies and gentlemen. Check this motherfucker out. Uh, Dude, uh, so, so, okay, you've published... You've number published. one answer is in the chat. Number one answer is already in the chat. Uh, great. So I'll just I'll save the question for 
for the Holler next- Nation's rolling. Now, listen, guys, we're going by my we're going by my screen since I'm the judge. Normally, Gracie does this. The number one answer is horse. Something you mount. Point to Lee Pennington. What? That's yeah. The first. That's the first answer. Obviously, that's- there's other answers, but. That's yeah. crazy. Not to be confused with the classic mount of a TV or even an Asian grandma <laughs> or your husband. All fair answers. Okay, question number two. Name something you trade in for a different model. Name something that you trade in for a different model. Okay, Rob. What I was trying to say was, all right, you've you you've written three uh, books. Um, you ever thought about writing a screenplay? I've written uh, numerous screenplays, actually. I uh, uh, okay. To more, please. I uh, uh, I read the first. I read the adaptation for uh, my memoir, the screen adaptation for that, which has been in develop in and out of development for like five years. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I've I've written like four or five other screenplays that are floating around and and um two number one answers in the chat by the way one um original series like a pilot for an original series which is which is like finally getting some traction which is very exciting okay um and it's kind of like a uh that's a little uh, exclusive news. That's a little exclusive holler news right there. Yeah, and that is exclusive holler news, actually. Yeah. Damn it, Rob. I uh, want so badly, I want so badly to collab a screenplay with you. Oh my god, it's like my number one goal now in life. Dude, we gotta I, stay in I, we gotta I, stay in I, touch, dude. I I I I I would love to hear your fucking ideas, man. Over over <laughs> a whiskey, we shall do this, man. We might <laughs> we might even meet up in this little square again. You never know. Yeah. Um, I uh but uh yeah, the the series is like kind of a uh, like an homage to like like nine like twin. It's like a Twin Peaks. It takes place in Appalachia, of course. It's like a Twin Peaks, X Files this type nineties. Like yeah, give me all the fucking cryptids. Scott. Okay, guys. Yeah. The number one answer, by the way, to name something that you trade in for a different model. The answer, of course, is car. And Lee Pennington gets the point again. That's she's two. one point away. She's straight one up. Away she's from one away from winning. Um, and all she has to do is just drive down to get her pack. We don't have to mail it. So, like, I'm almost <laughs> rooting for Lee because yeah, this is less I work on my like end. It would be great for um, Lee to win. But let's not get this confused with trading in your wife or, as Lee uh, says, you know, husband is also a good answer for this one as well. Um, <laughs> and Jesse is nice enough to say trading in uh, a podcast for a newer model, which is how I would assume that <laughs> hey, you end up here, Jesse. Duh. We've all done that before, probably. <laughs> By the way, uh, Miranda says love Twin Peaks. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and Jesse, by the way, says everyone should meet in Shotgun Squad worldwide after this. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Um, That's okay, true. next question. By the way, if Lee gets this, she sweeps it, okay? So, so she's going to sweep. We'll let's see. Find a, let's What's find the a question, good question, dog. Yeah, get you know, something good. Something will stump juice. her. Give other yeah. people a chance, you know? Yeah. Still looking for, still looking for something here. Hold on. Okay, something that feels great. All right. Uh, I want to say, did you, it was one of those treatments that you, so we call you, you call them treatment screenplays, treatments good. Uh, but was any of that for Vinyl Underground? I swear I'm obsessed with that book. I thought that uh, was- uh, man, you know, 
it's it it would it it, it would fucking surprise you like uh uh that that was one um my 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 manager really loved like my screen who represents like my screenwriting shit and stuff mm -hmm. and uh but it's just such a weird time in show business whereas like um you know shocker i'm like a white dude and uh the the book is told from the perspective of a white dude Mm -hmm. But it, it it also tackles and interweaves with a lot of minority characters and a lot of social justice issues and um, and that's like a very touchy thing and which is so and, interesting. Yeah, and, and even even when it's written from my perspective, like uh, so so it's it sucked honestly because I've had like I've had a couple other writers hit me up like hey i'm i i really want to adapt this into a fucking thing which i'm like now fuck you like yeah i'm gonna adapt it if anybody's gonna adapt it because i i'm just trying to get that money or whatever you know <laughs> and, and, and credit really like i hate the idea and credit no yes. yeah that's the main thing somebody making like... more money than me to get the credit for adapting, yeah. adapting something that I already wrote. Jesse, yeah. how was that delay, by the way? I saw your message, and I mean, obviously, I, I clicked it instantly. I don't know if you saw it go up on the screen. Anyway, on. guys, next question. Be ready for it. Uh, he said he says his follow delay. I'll follow-up with this. I got to follow-up <laughs> follow with this. I got to follow-up with this, Rob. That's, that's fine. He says his delay is about eight seconds. And really, Jesse, I think that's about normal, honestly. I don't I don't think Jesse, you're going to have to deal with it, doggy. You're going to yeah, have to deal with it, brother. That's how the internet works. Get it right first. Remember, yes. okay, here we go. connected to people all across the fucking nation and the yeah. world. Here we yeah. go. Here we go, guys. Yeah, yeah, uh, Rob, our last our last podcast, we had Australia in here. Yeah. We've had Canada in here yeah. and Norway. <laughs> Europe. It's crazy, dude. Um, the <laughs> internet, America. man. That's awesome. Like we were talking about in pregame, the internet. You know, it brings all this together. It's yeah. so cool. Okay, guys, yeah. here we go. This one's up for grabs. Number one answer gets it. Name a word that rhymes with pick. That's the question. Name a word that rhymes with pick. Can anyone defeat Lee on this one? Seems like a pretty even playing I field. A great question, but I think this is just going to pop right up. You know, you'd be surprised. Name a word that rhymes with pick. Here we go. Nothing yet. It's not dick, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. Shout For out. Thomas. Okay, number one answer is in the chat. It is Mel. Go. And it is stick. Really? It is stick. What were you Family guys thinking? Family never ceases to surprise me. Yeah. What were you guys thinking on your end? I was going to say lick. Yeah. Yeah. Lick was number three. It's in this order. Stick, sick, lick, dick, kick, tick, chick. I like <laughs> sick. That's fucking sick. Okay. Dick, yeah. on the board with one point. <laughs> Why did I not say that one anyway? I say that every day, all day. <laughs> I say sick all the fucking time. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, here we go. Name something you measure. There's your next question. Name something you measure. Does this also rhyme? <laughs> <laughs> your stick, of course. <laughs> something you measure, ladies and gentlemen. Get out there and do it. Uh, Rob, I'll tell you my follow-up. More than likely, it's already going to be in the chat, but my follow-up to it was 
um, as you are working in this environment and as you're a create as it being a creator and being a creative in this sort of realm, uh, both between music, we're, we've been talking about your writing, and that's what we should be talking about because you also got some great music shit, and we'll talk about that in a second. But between those two things, uh, and this is the end of my question, and then Brian, I'm sure it's the answer's already there. Nobody's got it yet. Nobody's got it yet. Okay, I'll just keep going. I'll keep expounding. Uh, <laughs> uh, so between those two things, um, how have you noticed sort of the uh, the 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 direction that things are going uh, between uh, independent writers of both uh, um, books or of, of all of uh, books, television, film, even music. Number one answers in there. And we'll go ahead and get that number one answer out. And then if you don't, if you want to kind of marinate on that one, that would be cool. Number one answer, something that you measure, it is height. I can't believe it took so long to get that one. Uh, it's <laughs> not to be confused it's not to be confused with uh, feet or penis. That is penis. singular. That's singular. Penis. I knew penis would, would be one of the things. Okay. Um, another point for Mel, both Mel and Lee have two. Is there uh, hello? Is there anyone else out there that can score points in this game? Yeah. Besides these two, be one of you is going to get it. Two. So here's how this is going to work. Either I'm going to have to ship camo energy across the country, completely across the country to the West coast, or my neighbor is going to come pick it up. <laughs> you know, we don't care because here at Holler, we're like Rob Rufus over there. We're just rich, man. We're rich with just creative love. That's this. Is how we go. Um, here we go. Nope, not going with that one. Bring another, all right, okay. Well, he's putting it all together. <laughs> it all together. So, to, um, to what I had said before, what do you think about independent uh, uh, creation right now, and and especially in those fields? I, uh, you know, <clears throat> I think creators are always going to create, and I think I think that's awesome. And I think, um, but like, I, I, and, and you know, if I was a 20 year old, I might have some fucking idea how to be an independent, fully independent artist. Cause I know there are some, there's a lot and they're making a lot of money, but I do think, especially in music, but, um, in every, in every facet of, uh, uh, of art, I, I, I'll, I think it's, I'll, I'll hear people that are already rich and famous or, or people that are like on the industry side of the industry, which like should all be in question, uh, go like, well, why do you want a record label or why do you want a publisher that, uh, oh, sorry guys, that, uh, uh, is going to, you know, take a huge chunk of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I go, well, because most creatives don't have 10, 20, 50, a hundred thousand dollars to spend on promotion. And these, these like, uh, just the infrastructure to be a, a, a success, you know, I mean, like uh uh yeah they're almost like banks like yeah you, you exactly, know they're banks exactly. giving you these loans but also they've got the clout if they're the ones that got the money and like that's exactly right and they get 
and 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 of course it it is way different now i mean back in the day you know like with music for instance if a band got signed to a record label that gave them an air of legitimacy yeah. that the band's not on a record label didn't right. have and, and that's not necessarily the case anymore right but at the same time they do have their millions of social media followers their you know deep pockets their connections with agents and other bands and whatever so yeah i i i i do i i think if you can be independent that's great but i think you should and, and i would love to be you know like anytime i'm independent which uh i am you know there's many facets of like what i'm doing that i am independent and i feel very i don't feel like free i feel helpless because i go 100 percent of nothing is nothing and like I, I i think that uh anybody that is is considering this kind of stuff should should take shit with a grain of salt like and consider who's the who's the one giving you that advice you know often i'll get that advice from people who are basically at the end of a very successful career mm. and i'm yeah. like well, that doesn't really yeah. help me you know no it doesn't uh, exactly so and, and that's or so, when i'm coming up or when i'm just starting or when i'm yeah. about to peak or things like and, that and, yeah and that's not like a popular answer because because it sucks because yeah. those things are even harder to attain because there everybody can be an artist now and everybody can be on there's everybody can be in the the digital record store you know and uh and so it sucks but that's that's my from my experience like uh you know it's it, I, I would I would much more happily give up, a sh you know, I also the only the main advice I've got from people more successful than me in in the music business, but it really applies to every other facet of 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 my experience in entertainment is like you're never going to get as get as much money as you can because you're never going to make it back. <laughs> you'll <laughs> never get it back. Yeah. Waste yeah. as much money you're, as you're you an can. artist. You're an make artist. As much money as you can. Yeah. To make back your advance. You're like, a, and, uh, and, and <laughs> but Lee is right though. And Lee says, but not everybody can be Rob Rufus. And that's real. Rob, I think that you should take your talents. Okay. That's, that's the deal is talent. That's the thing is, is that's the, that's the like most interesting quotient of it all, you know. Rob, I think you should take your talents to TikTok and you should just read your books, <laughs> and that should be your TikToks. People could just tune in and it's just you're you're reading your books, and that's the best. You know, now you're now you're going over to that. Uh, you know, you know, I, I sadly, up, I, I, somebody gave me the advice that I needed to get on TikTok the other day, and I went, "This is what it's come to." Yeah, my, fuck yourself. I, All right, guys. Next question. Next question for Family Feud. Right, Here Rob, we go. That, could, that couldn't have been a better answer. That was amazing. <laughs> that literally was we one play. of the best parts of this fucking episode. We yeah, got snuck into the middle of this Family Feud shit that we're doing on the off part. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what? Yeah, we're doing a great. shitty game show to give away some of these shitty camo shots, camoenergy.com. But uh, the podcast within the podcast, yeah, a hidden uh, little podcast that inside was literally the podcast. like some of the coolest shit you'll ever hear 
from a fucking creative two creatives on the uh, show. Well, yeah, up. dude. I mean, Fuck it, bro. I'm just going to get drunk now. All right, guys, here we go. <laughs> this is the next question. We've got two people that have two points. If they get it, they win. It's Lee, it's Mel, it's the rest of you. Here we go. I want you to tell me the first word you think of when I say the word Hulk. What's the first word you think of when I say Hulk? And let me tell you, I think that you're gonna, you guys are going to have a hard time with this when you might not even get it. Like it's, That's why you is, picked it, too. That's, that's it why I picked It's kind of tough. Yo, I want to say, though, Rob, you, you really did touch on some really interesting stuff, man. Um, oh, yeah, man. Thanks. Our, our, the, way that, the way that money rules, rules things right now is very difficult. Uh, it, it's actually very easy for people that are good at creating things to be taken advantage of. But then also, it's also easier now for the people that create things to make something from it. But now we've, as that grows and starts branching, turns into this huge tree of all this shit where it's like, yeah, you can create something really wonderful and maybe not everybody will be able to see it because it's being blocked by other shit. It's being controlled by an algorithm. Yeah, it, 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 it really is. Let me repeat that. We have another. Uh, we have other viewers in that have just popped in. Uh, I'm going to repeat the question. Name the first word you think of when I say Hulk. Um, oh, and just like and, that, just like that, the number one answer popped in. It popped in twice, too. Damn. And we've got ourselves a winner. It's Lee Pennington. It's all green, but green is the... Green was it, and, and Miranda came in with it. Also, right, right underneath, uh, according to my screen, Miranda said the word green one second later than Lee. One <laughs> second. There you go. Um, but you know what? We got, and we got the receipts, people. We got the receipts. There we go. He's got it. That's wonderful. Congratulations, Lee. Well, Lee my we're one thing with you. Good job. Brian's going to walk it down the street to you. <laughs> I want to finish this convo real quick. <laughs> we got one last. We got a couple last things to say here. Sure. Uh, for real, that's some gnarly shit. Uh, and you know what you talked about, Rob. Specific was to music, but again, you've Come written screenplays. You've written motherfucking books. Are the and that that's kind of where my first part of the question was. Is that directly connected? Is that, are those similar? Like, is music? Obviously, everybody's heard about how music has changed. Since yeah, yeah. yeah uh, but the, books, uh, um. Uh, screenplays shit like that fucking it, 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 visual art it's it, it, it i i mean it's it's similar and uh similarly like uh i, I would say it's similar in the way you're inundated with such fucking bullshit constantly that uh it, it makes you feel like uh and, and if you have like there's such a there's there's luck involved either way and yeah. like I don't, I don't know how nice. luck yeah. factors into an algorithm i don't you know when i know when i know the people that make the algorithms don't understand how the algorithms work <laughs> I, I i usually like i i fall back on the uh the old school m mindset like for better or for worse i mean like like when I got my first book out, uh, you know, the independent publishing and people self-publishing their own stuff was 
was really popping off, you know. Uh, but I just like, just same way I used to send out demo tapes when I was a kid. I just sent it to like hundreds of agents. Yeah. And go, I got to I got to try to interested in it. Get somebody. I I it, I just feel like I I feel I I know one. Th- I don't know how that. I don't know how the new world works, but I know how the old way works. And like, even with my screenwriting, like, I, I, I got to, uh, that career started because I signed into my mom's Amazon because I don't even have fucking Amazon Prime because I can afford it. <clears throat> and got a free week subscription IMDb and went through every fucking show I liked, every movie I liked, found the writers, then found, and their agents' contact info is on that. And I just started hitting up agents. It's pretty smart. And like, because I go, an agent or a manager, like, those are such dirty words to (laughs) most people, but I'm like, fuck that, dude. Like, it's how you can give somebody it's how you make progress it's how you kind of create like, success that's what i mean like uh and uh you know it but but it, it it does suck i mean the game has changed so much i don't even recognize it and uh you know so I, in that case man it's more like you know play the game you feel like you should play that's right? that yeah. is actually a good way to put it like play i mean yeah Go back to the tried and true rules, the things you understand that will work. I mean, I know it works to to pop off with a viral fucking video and and yeah. get a a hundred thousand dollar book advance that no right. is complete bullshit and everybody knows it's bullshit <laughs> and what. But I I don't know how to do that, right. you know, like uh, yeah. so. Uh, so yeah, that is, but that, that but sucks, y'all motherfuckers but. can still write some shit. You can still release some shit. You can still go play a show in your hometown. Yeah, like people come out and see, and yeah. they end up being like, "That was one of the most fun times I've had in in fucking years." Or you know, and they yeah, and they end up becoming fucking, you know, it becomes this thing. Basically, fuck the algorithm. Uh, create your own, right? <laughs> hey, listen, Bob, I've got something. Yeah. I've got something to say about a- algorithms. By the way, I'm glad that he brought that up. It's a great segue for me. Um, this is my favorite algorithm fact currently because it just fucks me up. This blows my mind, and I don't know if you knew this, but Facebook currently spends so much money on their AI, their algorithms that go out and hunt and try to find posts to shut down. And half the time they get it wrong because someone will post a funny meme. Facebook thinks you're trying to threaten to blow up your school or some shit in your account. And next thing you know, they've deleted someone's account and the account had photos of like their children and things like that. And it's this fucked up back and forth. So they spend so much money. Anyway, Zuckerberg came out and he disclosed the amount that he spends. Now think about this. Facebook is this huge corporation and it's, Seems pretty fucking evil, and I don't like it. Which but by the way, we're trimming on right now. It's the all one right. shout out, shout out. How you doing? We're just exploiting the numbers. That's all we're doing. But no, dude, the algorithms. Uh, Zuckerberg spends in the billions per year on just the AI robots, the algorithm that searches for posts. That's not even to say the rest of Facebook and Metaverse and all that that he spends money on. And so when you when they chalk that up 
the billions that he spends only on his AI algorithms is actually more than many countries spend on their defense systems for their whole country. He spends it on Facebook robots. What the fuck is going on in the world, dude? You know what? It's, it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I, and I see this all the time. Like I, I could say the same thing a lot of times about like the opioid crisis, for instance, I, it's like an overcorrection to a problem by the people that started the problem to begin with. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it fucks everybody. You know, now people that aren't doing anything wrong are, are fucked. And it, yeah. and it really sucks, man. Like, um, you know what? We're going to do that as a collective shots fired, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to oh. do a fucking <laughs> right. liquor, a little, a little bit of liquor for that. Word. <laughs> Poignant things that's ever been said on this stupid internet show. An overcorrection by the people who've caused the fucking problem. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, with pain painkillers, like I, I gotta take painkillers all the time because of my health problem. I had a right. I got a fucking lung removed, like yeah, my back's all fucked up. And dude, I gotta jump through oh, whoa, 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 so many hoops. I gotta take piss tests every fucking whatever and it's yep. like but i digress uh you know what i'm saying um, Man. <laughs> i will tell you this i'll tell you this we've talked about your wonderful fucking books uh we've even done a little exclusive fucking uh information about some of the upcoming things coming up from rob rufus this is yeah dope. i got my fingers crossed man. Yo, uh, you know we obviously gracie couldn't make it this evening ladies and gentlemen we're sorry gracie uh we'll see you next time oh it would have been really cool to because she i guarantee you she would have had some really great stuff to say here and gracie we'll see you next time for sure but yo this honestly uh and again uh you know i was like uh that's, that's how i do it i'm just being real <laughs> but yo this honestly has been a very fantastic eye-opening, wonderful show. Uh, I, 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 everybody needs to go to robrufus.net so you can order his books. Obviously, you can order them from Amazon or anything like that. But please, though, support your local bookstore. Um, yeah. Most local bookstores actually have an ability for you to be able to find books they might not have in stock and still be able to get it through them and still be yeah. able to support their... So if you, if you dig what you've heard tonight and you want to hear some of this, these awesome stories and want to read some of this great stuff, go to robrufus.net, but also look into that stuff, support your local books, bookstores. Um, I've got a question. Speaking of local bookstores, Rob, I don't know if you know this. Um, there's a new uh, local bookstore in Barbersville. It's right by the new record store in Barbersville. It's called Book Tenders. It's a West Virginia locally based bookstore. We need to get your book on those shelves. Yeah, that's, that's, the first cool. thing. that's the first thing. They're right down the road from me, and we know them. They're friends of the show, I and they'll be on the podcast soon. I think we might be able to do – I think we should just actually fuck it. Let's just go like holler crazy in Barbersville and get <laughs> to fucking put up the fucking the bad signs, the fucking uh, blacklist royals. Let's see if we can pull up yeah, some I, mean, I want to burn them on CDs. 
I want to, <laughs> Rob, I'm going to support, I'm going to support it and I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy uh, your book, but I need you to promise me something. I'm going to support and buy it. And we can connect after the show of, of the logistics of this. Cause I'll pay for shipping. I don't give a shit about that. Um, but I'm going to need you to sign my copy of my book. That's coming in. Uh, I'm gonna need bro, you it, would be, uh, it would be my pleasure. Dude. Okay. Thank you so much. Appreciate really, it. Man, I, I, I just appreciate y'all having me on and I appreciate Lee for, She's so rad. Like uh, he's gonna get that book in book tenders. You watch it. She's saying it right there. I she have no doubt there. she will. She, I have no doubt she will as well. <laughs> I have no fucking doubt, man. But uh, uh, seriously, uh, uh, and I don't know if you guys are wrapping up or not, but I will say that I really appreciate y'all having me on. And anytime you want me back, I'm fucking here, man. Rob, thank you so much for your valuable time, man. I mean, seriously, can't say thank you enough for hanging in there with us tonight. I know you're in a different time zone. You got shit to do. Uh, it's just our goofy show. Thanks for joining us in our little uh, squares this evening. Oh, um, dude, I, I'm so happy to. Uh, Brian, man, it was great to, to, to meet you over the internet. Yeah, JD, great to see you, dude, really. Good to see you too, man. Uh, it's been a fucking long, long time. Yeah. You Shouts see. to fucking Nat. Shouts to fucking Tyson. Rob Rudolph. Yeah, I was just like... Fuck, I Tyson. Tyson and Paul oh, yeah. and all the boys. Yeah. Time for change, people. Telling <laughs> you right now. Hey man, that's that so happy you just said that, dude. <laughs> yeah, that makes my fucking day, man. Well, really, dude. Well, I'll I'll, I'll catch you guys whenever you want. Uh, really, man. Thanks again for having me. Dude, yeah, so Rob, cool. you were great. Thank you so much, man. It was on great meeting level, you. Like on you this said. level, Brian, fucking hit a bunch of fucking buttons, and we'll we'll sign off. <laughs> okay, hit a bunch of weird buttons and make a bunch of weird noises. Here it goes. We lost Rob. That's, That's how we do it. Yeah. Ooh, Hi, everyone. Well, we're down yonder on the Chattahoochee. 